Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1061. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Masser live from the U.S. Open in Flushing, Queens on this Thursday afternoon. If I type in top bond uh, on the Bloomberg terminal, you know what the story that comes up? It says bond market's biggest rally of 2017 amazes traders as the Fed looms. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the fixed income market. That's coming up in just a moment. Let's get back to your top business stories and let's get back to Charlie Pellet. And I thank you very much, Carol Masser. This update is brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network, home to the industry's most Satisfied advisors prepare to be swept off your feet by the broker-dealer RIA that's been putting relationships first since 1979. Visit Commonwealth.com. Traders are keeping a wary eye on a hurricane that is growing in strength in the eastern Atlantic after the destruction wrought by Harvey. Irma, located about 650 miles west of the Cabo Verde Islands, has become the fourth hurricane in the Atlantic. Irma is about 10 days away from having an impact on the U.S. with long-term models showing the storm could go anywhere. U.S. stocks are rising after data underscored the resilience of the U.S. and Chinese economies. The S&P 500 index up 15 to 24.73, up six-tenths of one percent. The Dow up 76, up 30, up 0.4 percent right now. NASDAQ up 59 points, a gain there of nine-tenths of one percent. As for the overall earnings picture, Paul Quincy is global head of equities at J.P. Morgan Investment Management. He was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. Overall, margins are still going up, right? So you look at the last quarter earnings and the basic ingredients of this incredible profit story are the same. You get mid-single-digit revenue growth, which is sort of consistent with an okay economy, but companies just squeeze more out of it. So, so net profits are up around 10 Capital spending is very subdued. You're not really seeing that sort of aggressive expansion you get at the end of the cycle. So cash flow is great. Companies are paying out more dividends and buying back shares, and, and on it goes. The 10-year up 3.30 seconds with a yield of 2.12%. Gold advancing 13.90 the ounce to 13.24. That's a gain of about 1.1%. West Texas Intermediate crude up 2.4% to 47.07 a barrel. Gasoline surging 13.5%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's Bloomberg Business Flash. Charlie Pellet, thank you very much. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets, brought to you by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit uscfinvestments.com. That's uscfinvestments.com. This is Bloomberg Radio. a little bit of a look at the fixed income market. Jim Brilliant is portfolio manager at CM Advisors. He manages the CM Advisors fixed income fund. It's a short-term bond fund. It's got a five-star Morningstar rating. Jim and CM Advisors based in Austin, Texas in our New York studio uh, on this Thursday. Jim, nice to have you here with us. Um, welcome to Bloomberg Radio. Welcome back. Um, I got to start, though, since you are based in Austin. Tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on uh, in your home city and in your home state. Well, you know, with uh, with respect to the hurricane, um, first of all, Carol, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. And uh, with respect to the hurricane, you know, the biggest uh, the biggest impact is the human toll. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of friends and family in Houston, and we've seen everything that's happening on the news, and and it's significant. And uh, but you know, Texans are a tough bunch, and and they'll be resilient and and persevere. 
Um, I agree. I have a bunch of family, and they are like none others. Uh, I love them. Um, and they are really strong. Uh, having said that, is there anything that, in terms of the coverage that that maybe isn't coming through in your view? Well, uh, you know, I think the if we look at the financial impact, um, uh, first of all, the the industry is is very well prepared for hurricanes. Obviously, this is a big one, and, and the flooding is the biggest. But we think that the refining assets and the production assets uh, will, as the water recedes, come back online probably in the next. Uh, couple of weeks or so mm-hmm. uh, we're obviously seeing the impact that refining being offline is having with gasoline prices rising um, we'll see the, the kind of the reverse a backup of u.s crude inventory but overall this will have in our view uh, the impact of bringing worldwide inventories lower okay and so that'll certainly have an impact on pricing yeah and yeah you know we're, we've seen the beginning of the from the beginning yeah. of the year inventories coming down across the uh Right. The energy sector. Hey, let's uh, switch on over to the fixed income market. Uh, as I mentioned, this this story that said, you know, here on the Bloomberg News by our, our Brian Chapata, and he says even after a, a late July Fed meeting made it clear that policymakers would begin reducing the bank's $4.5 trillion balance sheet in short order, 10-year Treasury yields have dropped 16 basis points in August, making it the steepest monthly decline since June of 2016. Uh, and, you know, the yields... You know, within kind of spitting distance of this year's low, um, you know, set this week. So how do you make sense? I mean, what are we supposed to do as investors? Is it the bond market that's right? Is it folks who say, wait a minute, the economy actually we're doing, it's not great, but we're doing okay. Is it the equity market that just keeps continuing to grind, you know, higher for the most part? Well, with regards to the FMOC meeting coming up in September, you know, we expect that the Fed will announce that they'll normalize the balance sheet and and likely begin by the end of the year. We don't think that has much impact on the economy or the bond market, for that matter. Uh, with regards to raising interest rates, uh, we initially thought that December would be the earliest, but, um, you know, we've seen low inflation re- uh, readings today, and uh, mm-hmm. with, us, with the low inflation... We think the more likelihood is that that rate hike gets pushed into 2018. From the economy standpoint, the U.S. economy is still doing very well, uh, and we're actually seeing increasing trends, better trends in Europe and China. We saw China's uh, PMI come out. And uh, with China, you know, the interesting thing going on there is they are uh, initiating their One Belt, One Road, which is really a modern-day Silk Road, which right. will have the impact of increasing infrastructure spending. So, you know, we're seeing uh, increased demand for copper and steel and oil. Uh, so um, in our fund, in the CM Advisors Fixed Income Fund, we're, we we see the, the interplay of all these, meaning that eventually uh, that will push inflation higher and the Fed will raise interest rates. Uh, so we remain at the shorter end of the curve, and, and about 20% of the portfolio is also represented in the commodity, materials, and uh, energy markets. What's your advice for investors when it comes to the fixed income world right now? I've got about 40 seconds. Uh, remain disciplined and and stick to your knitting, and um, and I, I think a a healthy uh, investment in fixed income does several things. It provides income offsets volatility, and it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Shorter durations, though, at this point? Yes, I'd remain short durations. 
um, interesting. And what's the risk, do you think, to, of this scenario well, I think, at this I, point? I think, just I, quickly. I think by staying short durations, you're allowing yourself to benefit from rising interest rates as, as your shorter duration bonds mature. You can roll those into higher yielding bonds in the future. All right. Listen, hey, Jim, thanks so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Jim Brilliant. Thank you. Portfolio, and stay safe and be well. Uh, Jim Brilliant, Portfolio Manager at CM Advisors, based in Austin, Texas, uh, made his way to our Bloomberg 1130 studio back at Bloomberg headquarters in New York City today. All right, coming up, everybody, we'll get uh, a check on today's trading session. Just got about 20 minutes left in the day. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. Let's uh, see what's going on in the world of world and national news headlines. Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Hi, Nate. Hi, Carol. Even as search and rescue efforts continue from Tropical Storm Harvey, the White House says it will ask Congress for two rounds of emergency funding shortly. The first round for the immediate need, then the second as more information comes out. White House Homeland Security Advisor Tom Bossert says task forces from 16 states are in Texas right now. That's a pretty large uh, um, activation. In fact, uh, I believe that that's the first time we've activated all the task forces since 9-11. So this is a uh, all-hands-on-deck operation. President Trump's promise to help restore, recover, and rebuild in Texas may get in the way of his promise of historic tax cuts, as we hear from Bloomberg's Irv Chapman. The president did not promise his tax proposals, when he gets specific about them, will not add to future deficits. Kyle Pomerlow of the Tax Foundation noted in a Bloomberg interview that Republican leaders in the House have been trying to refine a plan they worked on a year ago. How is the Trump administration going to be able to fund, say, a 15 percent corporate rate and middle class tax cuts, eliminating deductibility of state and local taxes, limiting interest deduction for corporations? I think those are on the table right now. But the state and local tax provision is backed by members from high tax states and interest deductions by the president's own industry, real estate. Irv Chapman, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. President Trump's long-promised border wall with Mexico may be inching forward. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has selected vendors to build prototypes. Plans to announce them this afternoon. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nathan Hager. This is Bloomberg.